0: All right, coach. So I just want to give a disclaimer to anyone that is listening that I have a little bit of jet lag. So if I get loopy or ditzy, you know why. Just want everybody to know. My name is Sherry Wilson, owner of Genius Al Limited Company. And uh, you know what? I think I want to say that I help people do uh, today, coach. I help people find their inner genius. Love it. Mm-hmm.
1: Love it. Love it. Love uh, it. Greg McNeil, um, business owner, doctoral student, researcher, um, all round funny guy. And that's my role. What do you want to do in this life that you're here for? Uh, so, when I meet people, I like to help them to answer that question and set out on a path to find it. Yep. Right? Yep. Give them a kick in the butt just in case.
0: exactly yes we're good at that
1: yeah we'll give him a kick in the butt just in case what are you doing with it anyway yeah we are
0: exactly um all right coach so we had a pre-show combo and in that you know i don't want to get you know like in case the people that i was with ever listened to the podcast i don't want to you know offend anybody but i just want to say that the pretext, the context of today's conversation of, are you dead already, is my observance of the people that were on a classical Greek tour um, with me over the last uh, couple weeks. And I'm a people watcher. I'm always observing body language, all that stuff. And so I observed, at least with three couples, just unhappiness um you've got one where both of the the couple's faces they're um sour and stern i don't even remember her husband saying more than two words if that uh very disengaged in all the activities uh and you could just you know feel the unhappiness not to mention i'm just going to go ahead and say it ladies and gentlemen when you marry okay there is never a time to let yourself go. A form of <laughs> a form of love is taking care of yourself for your spouse and and that's everything from how you dress to your physical conditioning, everything. like to me, one of my love languages is um, how, Which, you know, now the news is out, um, Coach, so I can go ahead and say it. My soon-to-be ex-husband, how he cared for himself um, was a love language. And so if he, you know, gained too much weight where it was starting to affect him physically, it's like, you know, you need to love yourself and you need to love our relationship enough to take care of yourself because, quite frankly, I don't want an invalid when it's time for us to just let go and have the best time of our lives, because that's what happens. People let go of themselves and you have this dynamic where there's not joy in the physical, the eye gate aspect of the relationship, not to mention the emotional intelligence, et cetera. So I observed that. Um, I observed um, like, you know, face painting where you put on a smile And you act like everything's okay. But I could hear, I could hear the conversations going on around me, you know, because I was extremely present. And so I could hear, you know, all the dynamics going on. And then, like I was saying in the pre show combo that me and my sister and my mother um we have a very great vibrant dynamic relationship and we enjoy every little thing i mean it you know from seeing the flowers to like when we were in the um Mycenaean ruins the oldest and the birthplace of the greek civilization we were you know up on the the runes and as you're going down there's like an arrow painted and so we were jokingly like pointing to the arrow and I said yes this was painted with that flower that dandelion over there they made the ink they painted it this is back from prehistoric times like we were just laughing and having a great time and so our energy was absolutely totally different from the majority of the people and people noticed and so what it did is it made me realize there are a lot of unhappy people out there, Coach. And so then you made that statement. Well, there are they're dead already. Like, can you like can you go into that? Like, what that means, what that looks like?
1: Yeah. So this is this is my opinion. Since we are talking in the world, most of that we're all delivering is just our opinion, our view. Yeah. So. What I'm saying is, uh, when I talk about there's many ways to die for someone to die, typically we think of the tragedy, disease, and these other kinds of things that um, that get our attention. What I'm suggesting is the worst type of death that we experience, the one that creeps creeps up on us and really dominates the planet is... Not living the life that you were born to live. Not even trying to figure out what that life is that you were born to live. Mm. You're just on a script, you know. Like, you know, you're born, and if you if you're not careful, you've already been put in a little box. You're on a conveyor belt, and when you get to the end, um, you look like these women that you talked about. It's like, hey, one. You know you're well over 200 pounds your hair is falling out your your body looks like you don't know it anymore and um you got comb overs going you might even have a little bit of a some chin whiskers or something like that going on and then you know you look over at the man that you're with right and you both let out a loud sigh right <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, and then people around you are looking at you and it's like, what's up with those two people? Why are they even here? They can't even walk the, the trail that we're on. Yeah. And I'm saying, look, um, if you want to live a life unfulfilled, it's up to you. Don't blame it on another person. Yeah. Don't blame it on some outside entity. You have to really look and say, okay, what do I want from this life? Because that's what you see in some respects. That's what you see in that reflected back to you that somebody is really not taking a hold of life. um, They're engaging it passively. And you know, and.
0: That's so good, coach. So you said two statements I want to hone in on. They're engaged in it passively, and a lot of them haven't even sat down to figure out what exactly they want in this life. So that is, I mean, that's huge because I think a lot of people live life passively thinking that life is dictating what life is supposed to look like when the reality is that as creative beings, we can create the life that we want and you know like we've talked about the desire right so you so absolutely. your statement calls to mind an active intentional exercise
1: it is it absolutely is i mean um once you get past all of the distractions that are laid in front of us then we're like what are we here for that's what you get a chance to ask yourself. What are you here for? Um, what do you want to do with this life? Um, you make your money and then what? Okay. Um, what do you want your own personal, what is your own personal vision of life? What is that? And um, how do you share that vision with other people? Right? Yeah. And um, yeah. let's get to the other question. So with all this batch. All right. It's like, hello, come on now. It's like, look, now, you know, the world is a diverse place. You have to have the diversity in order for the planet to survive. We all know that. So on the African plane, you have the African elephant, you have hippos, but you also have gazelles, you have impalas, you have all different size. But each one of those is as it should be. Yes. Right. So when it comes to people, I'm saying the same thing too. I'm like, look, uh, not no two women, no two men are going to be built the exact same way. But you can tell when somebody is carrying and health in their body, whether they're built like a gazelle or they're built like an African elephant, right? Some guys have, you know, they're built like a pencil and some guys can't walk through a door because their shoulders are too broad. Yeah. It's just the way yeah. it is. But nowhere in nature do you see something proceeding belly first.
2: Yep. Yep.
1: Right. And so when we get to the point where our health goes then our mission statement is slipping away from us. Mm. Right. slipping away from us. So, you know, we have to recognize that that, too, is a part of the death that we willingly take on when we just assume that this is what our life is. If that's the case, then I'm saying fine. But making someone else accept that is not part of the plan.
0: You're so right, Coach. And, you know, like a lot of times when you start talking about, you know, weight matters, people can get really defensive or they can say, you know, you're fat shaming or whatever. But the reality is... Even like our scientifically and physically, our bodies are not designed to carry an extra 150, 100 pounds, whatever it is. Um, And it's a slow suicide. So it's death by mouth, right? So that's what um, people don't understand. And it's also, uh, to me, at least in the experience I've had with my clients, it's a form of self-destruction and self-hatred. And it's Mm -hmm. also... People just don't want to, they just don't want to address it and stop eating the crap that they're eating. But, you know, you saying that, Coach, like, if we look at the areas that you need to make sure aren't dead, obviously, Mm -hmm. I would say signs of already being dead would be blame, victimhood, passive living, um, negative thought patterns and speech patterns, uh, just an overall general feeling of unhappiness and even bitterness and the uh, inability to let go, you know? So like if you look at these signs, I mean, there's people that are going through worse things or similar things and they thrive versus people that don't. And so Uh, victimhood is a huge one to me. That's where you're blaming others for your current status. And it's amazing the narratives, you know, like, so like, you know, I was in Greece, so let's just go to Greek mythology, right? They were narratives to unite a culture to get them to stop killing each other. That's, that's what they, they did. Okay. So we will create extravagant narratives to justify killing ourselves like if you think, like I there's this one lady that um, she was sitting all day, her knees were hurting, um, she was doing countless hours of Google searching, trying to figure out why she couldn't lose weight, not tracking what she's putting in her mouth, living a sedentary life, and you know, and so I my son was like, hey, you know, if you sit for hours a day, you can't eat the same. Like, you're going to gain weight. Mm-hmm. Second, your knees start hurting because they need a bare minimum of 8,000 steps a day to not hurt. Mm-hmm. And she was maybe getting three to four. And uh, and so finally, he was able to hopefully reach her and help her understand, you don't need to go searching for all of these reasons why your body is hurting and why you're overweight. All you need to do is return to simplicity. So, a sign of victimhood and a sign of being dead already is coming up with complex narratives that bring you comfort for why you're so miserable. And then they give you an excuse to not make the changes that are necessary. That is being dead already. That is a victim.
1: Yeah. And, you know, I'm just going to. Just wanted to say this. Um there comes a point where we have to be able to look at what something is, right? You have to notice what it is. You notice the background on my screen. This is wow, that's beautiful, right? It's the sand is just right outside the window.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. Yep. You you notice a person is bigger, but you what you really notice with people. It's hell, right? It's the hell. There's something in the body that tells you about the state of health. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And that's really what you're noticing. So I mean, I don't think anybody has ever accused me of fat shaming. Um, and of course, that's not even a word that goes in my mind. Like, I won't even take that on. Yeah. Um, i am just I'll say this if you tell me that there's something you want for your life. And you're not willing to do what it takes to make that happen. Nobody is shaming you. Yep. Right. Yep. You know, you have to understand that, right? You know, you, you live in a place where there's so much going on, so much distraction, um, but at the same time, you live in a place of immense possibility. Yeah. And that's what we have to be aware of. It's kind of like, so. I mean, so whether it relates to health, but also I'm going to, you know, say, like, in the relationship, because that's also helpful, you know, like. It's better to be alone than to be with someone who's draining your life for us, okay? Um, when we select partners in our lives, they help us to fulfill goals, ambitions, desires that are not possible to be achieved on one's own. Yeah. It's just like nature. That's why everything is all coupled up like it is, because um, it takes two brains, right? It takes two cells. It takes all of these things that come together. So we understand that. The question is, who and what, right? And who and what and how is based on one your self-concept, my self-concept, and what we think about this life. Because what we do next determines whether or not if we're on the path of living fully or if we become ghosts and poltergeists without really knowing it.
0: Mm. That That's a perfect description of what it felt like um, for some of the... Like they were just a, a ghost of maybe a life past. You know, that was one thing I kept oh, yeah. looking at was... What were you like when you were younger? Did you see yourself in this place? Probably not. You know, like, you know, we've taught like the health aspect. I mean, even doctors are saying, was 80 to 90% of disease is actually stress induced? And you know that people, you know, deal with stress in different ways. A lot of people, it is food. Um, it's almost like there's just this relaxation, this, this, let's, a giving up, I guess you would say um mm-hmm. to to try to make oneself uh better and healthier but you know it it is a physical outward sign or it can be of what else or what other areas of your life might be unhealthy so we've you know obviously looked at the physical aspect we've touched on the relationship aspect um but i think also another very intentional aspect of being a vibrant human being is Mm -hmm. the emotional intelligence part. It's the inner world, which has been Mm -hmm. our wheelhouse, right? That's like Mm -hmm. your internal world is always reflected in your external. You cannot get away with it, but especially in Western culture, we're very externally Focused, and so that's where a lot of times the blame comes in. Well, if I had a better husband or a better wife, if I had a better job, if I lived somewhere better, if I blah blah blah, and it's like, no, no, the problem is actually your internal world. And like you mm-hmm. say, coach, thought is the first action, so it's the, first action. the death is actually in the internal world and of being passive. Like, what books are you reading and executing the knowledge? In your life not just reading what are you executing right what podcasts are you dissecting and taking one to two key points that you cement as a habit in your life you know true mastery is always thinking like a beginner so what what are you doing to fuel the, the heart and the soul, the mind, so that you continue to grow and give it life. That's a very important aspect of life that I think a lot of people look over as well.
1: Yeah, they do. You know, it's kind of like you, it's a lot sacred, um, it's all important. The most thing is accidents or wasting time. What you want to do one of the things that i think that is i find that is really chilling i mean so i turn i have my 60th birthday on the 5th of november um and i'm moving around and i'm and when people are conversing with me especially like you know like in school and like how old are you again You know, you got this going on, especially like when I change my hats or my clothes. And they're looking at me as though physically, you shouldn't be moving like that.
2: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe you think that way because of the books you read, the company you keep, the things that you indulge in, right? Um, You know, my life is one of vitality. I'm not willing to give that up because that's a, that's the life force just running through me. So I always want to match the life force just running through me. And if I'm not doing that, that's on me, right? Yeah. Um, every time I feel something in my body, it's a question that requires an answer. And that answer determines what my life experience is. Mm-hmm. So if I decide that I'm just going to say, F it. And just eat what served in these places. And my body starts breaking down. My body is not breaking down because of the food, my body is breaking down because of the decision that I made. Mm, that's good. Manif- manifested in the food that I'm eating. So, um, what I'm really saying to myself is that I'm engaging in an act of suicide or a temporary taste of something that we already know cellularly, cellularly, if I can say that word, is not appropriate for me. Yeah. So when I take that course of action, what have I done? just died. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's what I've done. So when somebody said, you know what, coach? I heard Coach had a heart attack and died at uh, 61 years of age. Man, that, that's kind of young, ain't it? And then but somebody that knows me, is like, you know what? I hate to say this, but actually Coach was dead at 59 when he made that decision to start doing something that he, know, he knows is not in line, is not in harmony with life for him. Yeah. And this is what we're saying to the, the listener. It's like um there is never enough money there is never uh, a certain length of time in a relationship it's like if it doesn't work if it doesn't make you feel like springtime if you're not growing in the relationship then the person that you're with is also not growing in the relationship so when you choose to keep it you have to recognize that what you're doing is you're playing a game of, um, of a war to see which one of you are going to die first.
0: Yeah. I And I was about yeah. to say that, like, understanding that because we're a planet where, um, where there's community, so it doesn't matter where you're from, everyone is tied together. You have to understand right. that your death, you're being a shell of a person, a ghost of yourself, impacts those the deepest closest to you. So, you know, you can have situations where you're actually pursuing, you know, learning new things like, you know, coach, you're learning uh, swimming on, at a level that, you know, you've not reached before and you're, you're investing your time and your money for that. Um, learning new things, doing new things is one of the best ways to infuse life into your yourself and uh and so you you know you you're doing the things that you need to do but you may be joined to someone who isn't and so it's important to understand that if you're the one that you're on the 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 side of being a very vital and vibrant person if you're with people that are not alive if you're not careful Uh, It can begin to impact you. So you have to have, you know, like look around at your 10 closest associates. If all of them are bringing Mm -hmm. death, you probably need to get new friends. Right. And Mm so it's the same Mm -hmm. thing with if you're on the other end, if you're a ghost of yourself and a shell of yourself, you're actually going to force the other individual to either die with you or get away from you so they can live.
1: That's right. Right. That's right. And sometimes, sometimes the best thing that we can do is to recognize that that relationship is passing from us. That is one of the greatest gifts that can happen. Because mm-hmm. you look up and it's like, Dan, for a second, I felt, I felt a little pain with this. Now that I've got a chance to step back from it, I'm actually breathing. Um... I feel good. You wake up. You have different experiences that you would probably never have had before. You see what I'm going? It's like life is a rich journey, and there are doors or levels, we could say. And um, if you're not willing to open the door, you have no idea what's on the other side. Yeah. When you do, you get to travel to another country. You get to look out. Then you see an aspect of world of the world with your own eyes that you would have never seen before. And let's just say that's just a start. Yeah. And that's how it goes. Because some things cannot be seen or experienced until we take a certain step. And that's something that people haven't quite figured out yet. They think they can stay in their present state and forecast into a future and know how it is. They haven't set themselves tie their imagination to what they forecast into they're not able to hold a vision if you know what I mean.
2: Yeah.
1: Right. It's like they see something on television and they're like, yeah, I think I could, but they but it doesn't happen. Because they can't hold that vision. It's not real. Yeah. Oh then oh I
0: don't
1: know oh. if you can see it. I'm trying to see.
0: No, not with He's, the background.
1: Yeah he is He's huge. bigger <laughs> than me right now. That's for sure. So, but this is what we're saying now. Yeah. Right. Um, you, you have to understand. Um, you know what this life is. You have... <laughs> Sorry about that.
0: He's he he. I didn't hear him, but he's causing your voice to break up. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs>
1: Yeah, Bark could be a little somebody on the off the
0: street. He's doing his job. So yeah, he's, coach, finish us off with maybe just like where should a person start?
1: You know, so I'm gonna just say this, right? This is what I want you to do. You're a listener. I want you to take notepad or Someplace quiet, take your, take your watch. What I want you to do is hit your watch. I'm five minutes for five minutes. I want you just to write without stopping everything that you want and why. Just rewrite it. Yeah, just write it. Don't even stop. Just like hit the button and just start writing. I want this, I want that. Just keep writing, just keep writing and why you want that and see what happens. Okay. It's an excellent way. So, so right now, this is a freebie, right? Yeah. Um, free right? a powerful five minutes. Set the clock for five minutes. Right. What comes up on your What you want and, and why? Whatever you do, don't let your pin or pan stop.
0: I've done this exercise several times. It's very powerful. It's a lot of fun. And the time goes by super fast. Like, in fact, usually, like if you do it for three to five minutes, you'll want to keep going. And, uh, and I would say that when you're done, like, let's say that several things come to mind. What is the one that you desire the most? And that's where you start your journey. Get the books you need. And what do you say about knowledge, Coach? Knowledge executed is what? Or not executed is what? Like, you have to do something with what you learn.
1: Yeah, that's exactly right. If, you, if you're if you not executing knowledge, you just waste it. You don't have any knowledge. Knowledge that doesn't have application. Yeah. Right? It's just information. You know.
0: Yeah. So make yeah, sure just- that you get your knowledge, but then execute it. Because now you're just... I mean, it's kind of like the metaphor coach could be, you're just eating a bunch of food and it's not fuel. It's not useful. It's actually killing you. The same thing with knowledge. It can be very deceptive. You can feel like you're in forward motion just by learning, but you're not in forward motion by learning. You're in forward forward motion by learning and then executing. So you need to remember learning and executing.
1: Everything around us. Action.
0: Mm-hmm. It's action. Yeah
1: yep the pre-write is an action the intention is an action um and this is what we're doing. you know you become much more intentional about what you want in this life and then the world at that space and says, yes here we are let us support you yeah right that's good absolutely
0: that's good coach all right i think hey i think that's that's time to say peace out, huh, Coach?
1: Yeah, I think <laughs> it is, too. Yeah, I got to get ready to travel to Santa Fe and get these guys some